We did. Yeah. Okay. There. I got the podcast going. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's Real Agents, Real Life with Gail Widener and Joy Mavis. I kind of took your spot there. Um, anyway, what do you mean? You took my name? I took... Whatever. Anyway. Do you know that... <laughs> wait. Did you know that my name means your name? Gail means creator of joy. <laughs> It does. I used to have, you know those things, like it has your name, you get it at like a fair or a carnival. Yeah. And it's got the meaning of your name. And I had one when I was a little kid, and I still remember it, it meant creator of joy or bringer of joy. Okay, so, so this was just destined. It was meant to be. <laughs> it was meant to be, yes. <laughs> All right, so we're going to, um, before we hit our topic today, how was your weekend? It was okay. It was a true. It was okay. It was a true weekend. I mean, I didn't. Do, I did some work. We always have something, you know, text here and there. But um, mainly, I went went to my father in law's house and we hung out and we had a nice dinner and let the kids play in the rocks and look for flowers because it was first day of spring. And okay. I noticed. And then yesterday. Playing the rocks is a good one. I want to know oh, if any cars get hurt or anything like no, that. Did anybody no, no, he lives, he lives out. He's got, I don't know how many acres, but out in the oh, middle okay. nowhere. And he just throw rocks for days. Yeah, yes. Okay. There's a, he has a gravel driveway and he's always got a pile of rock at the end of it. And the kids, we go there and first they want to play with the micro machines, uh, my husband's old toys up in his old bedroom. But then there's the pile of rocks outside and they just, can we play in the rocks? For it, honey. So much better than the toys we have upstairs. Yes, we're playing so the rocks. best toys to buy your kids are boxes, rocks, uh-huh. grass, dirt, sticks, 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 sticks. Let's we always, always sticks. My kids, they bring nature in. We love it, but and mud. Yeah, but the uh, the appropriate mom response is, why did you do that? Take it outside. I told yeah. you not to do that. Well, you were at my house. What's in my garage? In that little box. Do you remember what I told you? The kids caught. They have a pet slug. We have a pet slug. We named him like, Slimo. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. And there's and then they found another worm. I had him pull weeds and they put the worm in the box. What? Did you just I don't know. They've been asking for a dog. Maybe we should get a dog. <laughs> Alright, all you guys out there vote that Kale gets a dog because Slimo and what what you name We didn't name thing? the worms yet. They're they haven't been they haven't proven themselves to us. We haven't seen a personality. I'm not sure which end is the head either, so I can't tell you what we should name it. <laughs> I've lost you now. I'm just going to tell you that's just not right. That's not really isn't right. What else can we... Oh, well, I also... You were with me on Friday. I've owned up to the fact that I can't back up a vehicle. <laughs> can I tell him? Yeah, go ahead. I'll let you tell it. It probably comes out funnier because I'll just get upset. So we're backing out. She's got this big truck. It's probably bigger than any house I've seen. It is a fat truck. It is a very fat truck. I think it's a Ford F-150, isn't it? No. What is it? Toyota Tundra. (laughs) Well, don't ask me what your car is because I don't know. But anyway, she's backing up because I parked my tiny Nissan. Out of the garage. Away from the garage. I'm thinking she can get it out. So... Her truck reminds me of one of those fat head posters, actually. So she goes... It doesn't fit Puff your cheeks again. What was that? That's my truck. (laughs) So we're backing out. She's trying to watch for my truck. Now, mind you, she put a scratch on it not that long ago. 
No, that wasn't a scratch. That was a dent. Okay, it was a dent. And it's not her truck. It's her husband's truck. That makes it so much better. But then she ran it into the side of the garage. <laughs> On brand new. What did he put up? Weather stripping? The, the weather stripping. And when did he put that up? The day before. The day before. <laughs> so she ran into the weather stripping, put a scratch in the truck. And then we were like, oh, we better go. We had an appointment. That is what we do for our clients. I scratch the truck. And I keep going. I was there on time. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I own it now, so if you ever see me, my we name is drive. on the back of the truck. It's a gray Toyota Tundra. You see H2H that on the back. Ford Don't park behind me or near me or in the same parking lot. I will hit you. <laughs> they need to quit getting a fix so people can have warning signs. Like, man, that truck yells yep. my car is not right. safe. You don't park next to the dented truck. So. <laughs> you know, we all do that, though. You know, you go to the Walmart parking lot like, ooh, let's not park there. <laughs> let's go, like, two spaces down. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll get better. Anyway, my weekend, we really kind of stayed on that a while. Um, my Sorry. weekend consisted of, I showed some houses this weekend, and I found the world's tiniest sink. And I kid you not, it was like, it was like a triangle shape. It was so tiny. I call it a Barbie sink, but you could not literally like brush your teeth. You would mess the sink. Like, do not. Did you have like the big in the sink? Yeah. Did you have to like mop the floor? Like, did you test it? Did you wash your hands? Okay, so I did wash my hands. <laughs> it. it was so little. Like, I'm not. I, I've never seen a sink so tiny in my life. It what, was so little. Where did they get it? Did you ask? Oh, you were showing that. I was it showing wasn't it. The I don't know what. Right. I almost okay. feel like I don't want to ask where the sink came from. But well, I I'm just ask. intrigued. Like, you know, was it, it was so little. Was it made for tiny homes? You know, those tiny homes. Maybe it was made for I don't know. Homes. But I'm not even sure the sink was big enough to hold, like, spit. Like, I, <laughs> I don't wonder. Okay, so we're going to move on. Heaven forbid it backs up. You don't yeah. make sure. <laughs> it's like, like really could only hold, like, a cup of water. And I'm not even kidding. Was so. that a deal breaker? Did the buyer walk away? No, I just... <laughs> I'm not gonna, okay, so I'm human. I walked in the bathroom. I just laughed. I couldn't help it. I just laughed. And then we, we all got a kick out of it. But it was, it was just the world's tiniest sink I've ever seen. But anyway, moving on. Okay. Today's topic is on wants versus needs. needs. So what so. we're, what we mean by that is as a home buyer, when you are getting ready to go buy a home, and you need to make your wish list, okay? Your wants. Um, but then what it comes down to, and what I see over and over again, even with myself, there's all these things that you want, but then there's what you need and what you can settle for, in a way. Right. Um, not that I'm discouraging anyone from going out and getting their dream home, but it's never going to have everything on that list that you make. No, definitely not. Um, there are some things that are crucial that obviously you cannot add to a home without it costing like a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. And there are some things that make good substitutes. So we're actually going to hit on that aside from all the joking and acting ridiculous. Um, a lot of times I will have clients that will want a pole barn. Yes. So what are some great substitutes for a pole barn if let's say the house doesn't have one? Okay. So what you really need to ask yourself is why do I want a pole barn? Do I have six cars do i have just a lot of stuff to store what am i using that pole barn for and instead could i just have a big garage right 
It's, so it depends. Are you just storing your lawnmower? Are you storing mm-hmm. four-wheelers? Are you, you storing... You just want it for a, a she-shed or a he-shack, whatever they're all called. We, we don't know. Yeah, don't anyway, know. <laughs> we, we're just like, can you stick a mini unit in it that heats and cools it all at the same time? Or in that same token, if you find the right house at the right price, is it on a big enough lot that you could build a pole barn later? Right. And when, okay, so that's another side note too. If that comes out, you need to make sure you check with covenants, things like that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they restrict what you put in there. You need to come closer. I know we're in the middle of the shoot here, but you're like way over there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the body odor I have. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I shower. Anyway, I shower once a week. There's no need for any, no wasting water. <laughs> my sink's about this big. <laughs> At least it wasn't your shower. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you just got to think, why do you want the pole barn? What type of storage are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, here's a really big one. We're talking like four bedrooms. Let's say yes. I have to have four bedrooms. I cannot get around this. I have to have that much, that many bedrooms. So what is another option if they want four bedrooms? Could they possibly be looking at when searching for a home? What I often do for buyers is we start looking for three bedroom homes that have a lot of square footage because it might either it might have a bonus room upstairs downstairs over the attic something like that or um what a basement that you can finish right okay so i actually have a story to hit on that there was a house that i sold that was a foreclosure Mm -hmm. and it had enough square footage so the home had so much square footage that they could put up a couple of walls and they would they made another bedroom there you go and one of the bedrooms was so huge they were able i think they even put up another wall but what they did is they took out a construction loan put that up in the house and they they ended up building a pole barn as well so just (laughs) gonna throw that out there but they did and so it's it wasn't there when they looked at the home but they definitely looked at the other options and they got it for the right price right so another thing is i want to have two baths there's absolutely no getting past that what's another option instead of two baths once again if you can add in another bathroom either on another story, the plumbing is already there in the house, right? You can run it up or down, um, or, you know, add on to a master bath, because most houses aren't gonna have just a bedroom with a master bath. There's gonna be somewhere else that you can add in that bathroom. Right, so. a lot of times if that plumbing's there, you can kind of back them up, mm-hmm. almost. And so, there are, there's options. Yep. And there's even more options if you have a crawl space, I believe, isn't there? I would think there is. I'm not a plumber. Crawl space no. is easier because is, if you're on a slab, all that plumbing is in the concrete and you're going to have to break up the concrete right. to and run it, it all. More. It's going to cost more. It's going to be harder. So yes, if you have the crawl space, everything is accessible. And more easily accessible. Mm-hmm. And some people are more fans of crawl spaces. I'm actually a fan of slab. Um, I, I'm a fan of the home warranty, so anything goes wrong with our plumbing, because I'm on a slab, it only costs me $100 to have that fixed. Right. So, and a lot of times they use Baker and Sons, if any of you guys are interested in home warranties. Um, Hardwood floors are a big one right now. A lot of people want hardwood floors. Which is, yes, it's nice if they're already there. But once again, don't pass up a house because you're looking at the pictures and you see carpet, carpet, carpet. We can change flooring. Get it for the right price, get it for something that's comfortable for you, and either put the flooring in yourself or have someone come in, you know, before you put your furniture in and you're good to go. So if the house is right, don't be deterred by the floors or the paint colors or the appliances. I had a client actually go in for, it was around $1,400. And I'm not sure who they use. I want to say Home Depot, but I'm not for sure. So don't quote me on that. But they basically, they got a quote first on what it would be to remove the carpet and have all that put in. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have something that's reasonable, new flooring's reasonable. We bought, oh gosh, I don't know how much, 
how many square feet our living area is, but we just did that last summer. We had carpet in the living area and we went to Sam's and bought the laminate flooring on sale, the snap together stuff, and ripped up our carpet in two days and put down the new flooring. Now, my husband's pretty handy, so I am you know, lucky we, in that matter. And it's a slab, so it was right. just concrete underneath and we just put down the underlayment. It's easier for laminate. Yep. One thing I did see at your house that I thought was really neat was that a lot of people want like a tile backsplash. I really liked how you guys, and this is the first time, I don't know, where did you get it at? Uh, Home Depot. Yeah. Home Depot. But it's, is it stickers? It's stickers. Sticker squares. And I thought it was real tile. So I walk into her house and I'm like. She touched it. That's what I it had to touch it. Because you know, I've got to touch all things in a house. And I'm like, that's plastic. Yep. And, <laughs> and, and but we only put it in a small area. I wouldn't recommend for like one of those big kitchens yeah, and where it you're going to really. Yeah, the price point your house is yeah. in. You really might want to consider actual tile. If you're, right. I mean, if you're over 200000 And that was the exact reason we put it in because it was, it gives the illusion of tile. We knew that, but, but once you touch the, it, you're yeah. like, oh, it's not. But See, it, but it's not everywhere in the house. It's, it's in a, it's a, it's one in a little, space that makes sense. Right above the stove and it looks, it brightens. It makes up. sense. My house was beige and boring, so. So, and for those who love beige. Sorry, it's you okay. love beige. <laughs> I'm beige. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Fence is another one. Um, a lot of times you can put money back. Uh, you can put it in your own fence. Uh, Fences really... are hard. Are a little harder though. I mean, you have to I be careful. You have to get the survey. Right. And, and that costs money. Um, it All is my neighbors nice had a survey. There, I didn't but... have a problem with it. All of them had a survey. So, see, and that may be the instance too, something to check into. Right. Right. And if and if you come to a lot that like I have one listed now that the there's partial fence already there and it kind of it joins with the neighbor's yard well you just need one more line down the middle and your yard is fenced yeah it's not so that hard at that. all mm -hmm. as long as you can talk to your neighbors things like that you'll be fine um some of the things though you do need you just need to be open-minded when it comes to some of those things inside of a home when you're looking because maybe the square footage is more important to you versus the amount the separation of a room. You can always put, you really can put up a wall. If you, yep. if it's open, you can put up a wall. Or it's, take down a wall. Take down a wall. It's actually, <laughs> yeah. Or you can take down a wall. Just gotta make sure it's not, what do you call that? A load bearing wall. Right, right. Yeah, and then again, you call in a contractor and all those wonderful things. So some things though that cannot be changed is location. Location. That's probably the number one most important. Yes, most important, I mean, if you're a family, a lot of times you're looking for that school district. Um, it could be your commute to work. It could be that you're retiring and you need to live close to your children so that they, they can help you out or you're helping them out, whatever it might be. Location cannot be changed, we all know that. So, which is a good reason we're talking about this today because of our current market here with that low inventory. If you're... It's extremely low. Yeah, if you guys have a house to sell, please contact Gail or I. We'll put our numbers <laughs> yeah. at the end. I'm being dead serious. Like yep. we, the inventory is extremely low. We're having buyers who are having a very, very hard time finding what they want. So I would not hesitate to list your home. Yeah, and so these buyers, when they have these, this want list and this wish list, they need to find that right spot. They're going to have to, I don't want to say settle, but they're going to have to get a house that they can add these things onto. Right. So. And so, and I mean, it may be for the right price, it may be worth doing all the adding on. It may be worth down the road getting a construction loan to add on to that to give the home the value it needs to be updated. Mm hmm. 
So that's something that I think is pretty important. And if you absolutely don't want to fix something up and you have this wish list um, in today's market, then I think you always need to consider what is my highest price I can go to because you might have to pay a premium. Right. And you need to check with your loan officer too to see kind of what do you want for your monthly payment and is it feasible to... I mean, could you afford a construction loan on top of that? Right. So anyway, a lot of that stuff, some of that stuff's even negotiable in the transaction. I did have a house listed once. It was for over 300,000 and they were actually open to putting up a wall if they wanted it and negotiate it out in the price. The seller would put up the wall yeah. for the buyer? Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it happens. You just have to ask. Mm-hmm. And so it just, and, and that's a lot of times as those higher price ranges, um, it doesn't really happen too much in like your 50s and 60 price rate. It doesn't really no, happen. Those are going to be fixing on your own most of the time. Yeah, and that was like a once in a doesn't happen all the time. But anyway, good bones, things like that, cosmetic things, those are all changeable. Yeah, cosmetic would be paint, appliances, countertops. Right. The shrubs in the front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean curb appeal. And here's the thing though, too, if you are selling your home. Those things do matter when you go to sell, because right. a lot of people will see the cosmetics, um, but cosmetics not going to cover up a crazy structural issue. Mm-hmm. There's just no way past it. So I wouldn't even worry about the cosmetics if you have a structural issue. You need to hit that first and take care of that before selling. Just tidbit out there. Right. So well, that's all we got today. I mean, uh, anything else you want to add? I don't know. It looks like a nice day. I'm good. I'm good too. So if you guys are actually looking to buy or sell, please feel free to get a hold of myself, Joy Mavis at 618-922-8903. And if any of you guys would like to use the both of us, feel free to call uh, either one of us. Um, If you guys like to use Gail, she's very organized. We are entertaining (laughs) together. But Gail is actually very organized. She's right on it. I like working with you. I think. A lot. I really do. Look at our balance today. We are the yin and yang. We are very yin and yang. We did not plan it, but we are. Yeah, we are. We, I think we work good together. So go ahead and tell me your number if they want to get a hold of you. Gail Widener at 618-841-0206. As right, long guys. as my phone is working. As long as our phone is working. All right, guys. That's Real Agents, Real Life. Everybody have a wonderful week. See you guys.